0: Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Taker Snapshot podcast. Uh, Joining me this evening is Liam. Hello. Yeah, I'm as sad as you are being here as everyone else is, don't worry mate. And we've also got Matt with us as well. Hello there. That's your first time, isn't it mate? It is, yes. I'm sorry that Liam's still on here with us. (laughs) You know, beggars can't be choosers and all that. (laughs) He's not even biting back, that's no fun. Some I'm a you know, sad boy. <laughs> I like it when you're sad. It makes me happy. <laughs> it's been that long since I've done that little starter, bit. I nearly forgot it. Right, so tonight we're going to touch on, a, obviously there's been a shitload of star champs again. Um, a couple of them that are just looking over them then, that might not be Um, giving out the world's invite. But again, we'll touch on afterwards. And if we've got time, we've got a couple of questions from... Mr. Steve Bolton. It couldn't be bothered coming on asking him himself, but you know, we had to settle for Matt. (laughs) Have either of you been to any store champs recently?
1: Uh, No, the last one I went to was Bristol, which we talked about last week.
2: Yeah, yeah. What about you, Matt? Uh, Atlas, which was the one before uh, two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I haven't done any
0: yet. I think I'm possibly doing Elements. I can't remember when it actually is.
3: Possibly going on holiday the day it is. I've got a ticket anyway, so it's fine. are you coming to Element? I think I'm on holiday that time. When is it again? It's like the 20-something of next month.
1: I've got nothing else going on in my life, so I might as well.
0: (laughs) Happiness and all that. Positive vibes. It's it's August, bank holiday weekend. just, I, I, was, I was just about to stop and say that myself. <laughs> is it like a secret if it's
3: a weekend? What? Like a secret. It's like wink, wink, don't tell anyone. Okay, Ben. <laughs> I've been on my
0: own for a few days. I'm a bit weird.
1: You're having a strong.
0: A strong. <laughs> so that would be the 26th and the 27th. I don't know which one it is there. I'm sure Tim will greet me in a minute. So, are you coming down? You might
3: be free oh, yeah, ticket. I think so.
0: There might be free ticket if I can't go. <laughs> yeah, I'll check my uh, empty calendar. It might be a bit more filled by then. Full of sadness. Anyway, <laughs> shall we talk about some uh, some store champs? Let's do it. So we'll kick off with uh, the Pro Tech one. I actually really wanted to go to that, but I'm a a bit busy. Um, so we had the winner it was Matt Farr uh, playing Resistance. There's no list actually up. I don't know if anyone knows what the list was. Was it X-Wings? Wasn't it five X-Wings? Uh, I'm sure I saw somewhere it was, someone won something with five X-Wings.
3: It'd probably be like four X-Wings and uh,
1: Zori or something like that. But yeah, there's no faction.
3: It's, so there's no list
1: and it's a trash just, faction in it. So. Just,
0: yeah, and Rich isn't here to defend them, so um, let's destroy the resist tank. <laughs> yeah, Tim said it looked like it from the pictures that it might be the 5X the Wings. bit of a controversy around this one because uh, since there wasn't enough players, AMG have said that they can't give out the Worlds invite, which is uh, a little bit lame. But I mean, it's fair, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. But I didn't, they didn't make it very clear did they? I thought people had to ask them to get the answer.
1: Um, uh, no, it's been like that from the off. They've said like it's it. a 16 player event.
0: No, but I thought they had to check if you weren't getting 16, you had to hit them up to see if you could still do it. Something I didn't read, uh, people started moaning. And I stopped looking at it.
1: Yeah, so I think they'd taken a holistic approach to it. So obviously, if you've got 15, they'd go, yeah, that's fine. But if you've, Flat out got like 10.
3: It's a bit sketchy, isn't it? So I can understand why they've said no. I mean, it's only an invite in it. It's not like
0: it's not cost them anything, I suppose. You know, they've, they've sort of guessed for that many people coming um, to Worlds. So I don't know. I mean, does this mean they can run it at a different date for 16 people and then give it out?
1: They should do. It depends if they've actually just gone ahead and yeah put um, it out anyway.
0: I mean, it's a shame if someone genuinely wants to go. Um, it's not their fault there was only ten people, is it?
1: No, but you, like, there's a lot a lot of things going on right now. We've got cost of living. We've got how many events happening on the same day.
0: Oh yeah, no, I understand what I mean. Is the person who won wanted to go to Worlds, but it's not it's, it's not his fault that ten people turned up.
1: You know? No, but it it's it's one of those, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's just
0: life. Should have just added their six imaginary friends who dropped. But anyway, I guess the same thing will happen for um, Rory then at Scotland, unless they added on some fake players. Because there's only eleven players. Again, no no listie one with Republic though, so well done. Um, I hope he does get the invite. It just seems such a waste not to give it out to someone, doesn't it?
1: I mean, you just reschedule and give it out when you have got sixteen players.
0: Um, we've had a store champs in Spain, which was won by I can't pronounce the name, I'm afraid, but he he won rebels was rebels again. No list. I'm just going to fly through the ones without lists. Um, excuse me. And then there was one at Road to Open World qualifier in Milan. That was sixteen players. That was won by. I-A-C-O, uh, Republic, I'm assuming no lists
3: there. There
1: there is, it was won by Republic.
0: Oh, cool. Do you want to to read out the list and we can have a bit of a chat about it? It's a bit more interesting than me just saying no lists. So it's
1: (laughs) the Siege of Coruscant, Anakin, who's four points. I don't know what's on the card. Then we've got Contrail in the V-Wing. Oddball in the V-Wing. V19, Torrent. Kickback, Siege of Coruscant, V19, Torrent Starfighter, Axe, Siege of Coruscant, and then Slider and Boost in the Z95s. Cool. I'm surprised that wasn't something.
0: And a 16. That still hasn't loaded for me. But there's um, <clears throat> 16 players. Uh, what do you think about it, Matt? You fly quite a bit Republic, don't
2: you? I was just looking at it. It's um, a, a variant of the 6-7 um, ship list. Which, to be honest with you, I don't have the brain power to fly too many ships. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you could have just left it at don't have the
2: <laughs> Thanks.
3: <laughs> I'm nice like that. But so... leaning
2: into i6 with, with Anakin, who seems to be a, a good favourite. Four points. Malice is a good winner on that. Sorry, just to go down his card Siege Corristant, Malice, and Silly Ion Weapons. That no one never, uses ever. Now are going to see use. <laughs> and then rtd too. So dive in, hope you survive, and then regenerate afterwards.
0: The Republic one's better, isn't it, than um, the other ones? You can get rid of bombs and stuff with it, if I remember rightly.
2: Uh, after you activate, you may spend one charge and gain one deplete token to repair one damage card, remove one shield, recover one shield, sorry, or remove one device at range 0 to 1. Yay. So. I have memories. <laughs> I guess Marley. Marley, it's, it's Marley, just... like. Go on.
0: Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You go. Everyone I was going to say
2: all the time. It's mildly thematic because you can get rid of Buzz Droids if they get played.
0: Fair. I'm quite impressed. It's just I think it's just another example of seven solid ships when you look through it a bit
2: more. <clears throat> I'm surprised got... that Contra were Lone Wolf though. Yeah. Unless, unless that's an end game piece.
1: I mean, it's weird having. Any idea of taking a lone wolf in anything with a six ship list?
0: <laughs> so he must
1: have been flying it differently and had it like look after other objectives or something.
0: Isn't Contrail the one who turns uh, focus down, isn't he? Uh,
3: yes, if you do the same bearing. Bearing, yeah.
0: So I guess you can almost one on one joust some things with mm. that.
3: Turns I mean, if you great.
1: if you Tim, you can just joust a droid swarm.
0: <laughs> That's because Tim's a legend. I guess you've got well, you've got the two torrents, aren't you, there to provide free tokens? Because they're both they'll probably both have bomb for this on.
1: Yeah, they will because they're siege coruscant.
0: Yeah, so you've got the two torrents, which probably probably take evades or focuses. Doesn't really matter, I guess. Then you've got both the Z95s, you've got dedicates, so you can re-roll blanks. So I imagine it's quite defensive. Um, I'm assuming Oddball in the V-Wings ability is the same. Seems to be based around getting stress and target locks.
1: Yeah, that is the same, I think. Yep.
0: I guess it's just, like I say, very, very defensive. wonder how it fared in things like um, chance engagement. I mean, it's
1: You've got one, two, three. You've got three ships sitting on three edge. Both of the torrents sit on six hull. So they're going to stick around a bit.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it's got surprisingly a lot of stopping power. It's weird having a clone list, well, a Republic list without Click. Click's amazing, but he's probably got it. F- well, he's clearly taken oddball for the, pro on- uh, for the Ion Torps and the Swarm Tactics. So he's getting something else firing at five as well.
3: Oh, yeah, I so missed the swarm Tactics. Most of that shoots at five, actually.
0: Yeah. So what oh. have you got? You've got um, Contrails, a five.
3: Odd Balls, a yep. five.
1: Yep. Kickbacks yeah, and are swarm a five. Yep. What's
3: Axe? Axe is a three, I think. Okay. But you'll just swarm Tactics him up.
0: Yeah, and Boost and Slider are both, what? Two and four? Home yeah. Pair. I mean... They're mostly there just for rerolls, aren't they? And being, they're only two points, I'm assuming. So yeah, that, they are. Yeah, it's yeah. just
1: an extra two bodies on the board instead of yeah. just one.
0: I mean, if, you, if you're if you not shooting at them, they're helping the friends. And if, they're not bothered to lose them, I guess, are they?
1: If you shoot at a two point ship for more than a turn, it feels like a waste of resources. <laughs> and it will take more than that because they're two two edge, uh, two hull, two shields. They yeah. will just stick around.
0: And the, there's all the nonsense token sharing. Yeah. When you actually look into it, there's obviously he's obviously flown it well as well, but there's some quite nice synergies in there. Still a bit confused by the lone wolf, but the rest I get. Do we know how many rounds it was? Uh, four. Just four, no top cut? No. He was, he was undefeated, so it looks like that was it. Boo. I know I, I quite like a cut, but then also... You know, if he'd have cut, there would have been a solid. He's he's a clear winner, isn't he? You know, going undefeated.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's. I like having a cut.
0: I, I enjoy a cut, it's quite exciting.
2: Then we've got a hand list in second. I was just looking at that. He's beaten it as well. Salvaged, uh, beat it by two points. I'm more impressed by third
0: place, which is the separatist list. You've got Previsler, Grievous, Dirge. Uh DBS four oh four and then DFS 81 Liam probably knows what all them things do.
3: <laughs> uh, honestly, I do, yeah.
0: They still had a, a great see. It's nice to see um the separatists because they've been sort of looked down on a little bit, on not they? Yeah, I mean I and there are
1: people out there getting results with separatists. Just not. And... Me. No, it's just not me. I think <coughs> I couldn't help myself sorry. No it is true though. Like this there's, there's just something with the list competition uh, composition at the moment and had the prices of everything else. Yeah. Everything just feels at like a bad spot for me and I'm not enjoying it, which is why I've flicked back to uh, first order now which are a lot more fun. I've
0: was, I was playing played first order last Tuesday. Uh, Cuz I've not got anything that I'm really training for right now, I'm sort of flicking between lists every week. And- I should probably practice somewhere for the element, but again, I'm not going to Worlds, so I'm not too
3: bothered about winning the Worlds invite. I don't think that's a worry for you anyway. I mean, how did you do when you went to Worlds?
1: I didn't. I went to an LCQ. That's my point. Whereas, (laughs) Whereas I won
0: my ticket and I got to play in the main event. I didn't have to do the last chance qualifier.
3: I won't do that again. Trust me.
0: On to, on to the next one. <laughs> so the next one we've got is I'll oh, we'll get into this because that's Cam. So this was in Canada and um, Cam Murray won it. So he's flying Imperials. I think it was uh, a Decimator list, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. He
1: has been running the Decimator recently. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's 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 very similar to Andy Cameron's list. I quite this is actually quite a nice take on it. So he's he's got um, Rack with Death Troopers, Seventh Sister, Baffle, Dauntless, uh, Agile Gunner, Trickshot. And he's got the two of the bombers. So he's got Jonas and uh, Tomax, And then he's gone for Battle of Invader for even more punch. Which is quite an interesting one. Obviously, Cam's quite well known for playing Scum. And even he's decided to drop scum right now.
1: <laughs> Most people have.
0: I know. Uh, I was, I because we've got a little mini tournament element uh, tomorrow. And I didn't want to bring like a super tryhard list because um, it's not really fun for all the newer people. So I've been trying to find something in scum to play that's not really bad, but not like mega good either. It's really yeah.
1: hard. There's no danger of it being mega good. I'll send you a list later that I'm having fun with.
0: Yeah. I want some, I don't want it to be like, rubbish that it's just an, like an automatic lose but also I, I certainly don't want to win the event
3: what are no, you bringing Tim? To...
0: <laughs> yeah so Cam again this is another event with uh, no cut, Scam so went 4-0 um, still quite a good feat just third. yeah I was just going to get to that one next um, I'm assuming the, the rebel list is hard, let's have a quick gander yeah. I oh, say no, it's a Yasby link. Can't be clicking on it. It's probably Han anyway.
1: That's
0: right, has... I've got it. I only want the scum. Go and get the rebel list so, up, Oh the Ignore me. I've got yeah, a lot no, no. of scum on That's fine. I wanted to talk about that anyway. Let's talk about okay, that one. Hang it's on. more interesting. Hang on. I've got I've
1: got the rebel list. The viewers will probably want to hear Jesus Christ it is. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't
1: That's know what I was fair, expecting.
0: Though. You know, it's good.
1: <clears throat> yep, so it's Han with Trick shot, Steps of co Bistan, and the title. Then you've got the Battle of Yavin, Luke Skywalker. Uh, then we've got Sabine Rent in the TIE Fighter, which gives, which gives you a six-point gap, which has been filled with Chopper in the uh,
0: oh, VCX 100. Very similar to Chris Burnett's list. I actually tried that list. It's really fun.
1: And that's got Saw Mag V Arrow, and the Ghost title, because it's free. Yeah.
0: I so love, it's um, it's pumping damage out. There. To be fair, yeah. I think I think Chris went for veteran turret gunner and dorsal, whereas I like uh, the magva because it really makes you think about shooting it or not. Especially you know if you're range one, he's going to pump a, a five die shot back at you.
1: Well, exactly because he's a low initiative as well. Obviously, yeah. magva Yarrow being after you defend. If you if the attack if the attack hit, you may acquire a lock on the attacker. It's Solid. It's just a budget Zam. Yeah. Uh, you don't pay half the points for it, and it just, especially when you've got a Soguera as well, uh, you'll be sitting there on double mods, and you're gonna punch something. And because you're firing so late in the turn as well, uh,
3: you'll be putting those crits through uh, through onto hull. Mm. <laughs> I Harold five crits with that mod thing the other night. It's great. The um the good thing as well is that um the chopper ability is actually relevant in two point five.
1: Uh, what is the chopper ability?
0: So if if you're at range zero of him at the start of engagement you gain two jam tokens. I think it's two. Or one either way. Um but it's it matters with the it makes people, not, you know, if they take that range zero um, bump focus, it just goes at yeah. the start. So it, it actually does something in this game, whereas before you were very unlikely to smash chopper into something that had already taken an action. But let's get onto the scum list because I think it's to be an interesting chat.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it starts off with Han. Who'd have thought that? <laughs> okay. So Han's got trick shot. The Mandalorian, uh, which uh, during the end phase, if you did not defend this round, recover one not non-recurring force if able. So naturally he's got the child on there as well. Uh, he's got a rigged cargo chute, Greedo, an engine upgrade, and Lando's Millennium Falcon. Nice. He's then gone for the three-point Lee Mackay uh, Y-Wing with Plasma Torps and the dorsal turrets. That's all you can stick on, really. Um, and she's got an interesting ability, to be fair. Uh, before yeah. you engage, if you are not in any enemy's front arc, you may acquire a lock on an enemy ship in your front half. So that's good. If you're being completely ignored, you're getting double modded shots. Uh, she's a
0: distraction piece, isn't she?
1: Yeah, if you because you've got to look at her, you're probably turning four, five, maybe six points worth of ships into a Y-wing. Three.
0: You can get three points. <laughs> Uh, that's
1: then backed up by old Terok in a uh, Fangfire. He's probably one of my favorite fang fighters, if I'm honest. Like especially in the, cool. the time of token sharing. Uh, he's actually got a very relative ability. Yeah. Uh, before you engage, if you... Uh... Oh, no, that's the, wrong...
0: that's the wrong one, Liam. So, Terry is at the start of the engagement phase. You may choose one enemy ship at range one. If you do and you are in its front arc, it removes all of its green tokens.
3: Yeah,
1: it's wonderful having that roll up to a a mouldy crow that's completely stacked.
0: <laughs> the great yeah, thing look- as well is about the fangs of them being the range ones. It's they get the evade as well, don't they? We? So they love being at range one.
3: Yeah, if you've got a fang fire at range one, you're going to have a bad time.
0: Yeah, that's quite nice that um, the clan training. i not seen that. Uh,
1: I'm struggling with the uh, Mandalorian upgrades if I want. If I'm honest, every time I'm like, oh, can you use Beskar Reinforce? I'm like, oh, no, no, I can't. But you staple fearless on a fang fire anyway, don't you?
0: Yeah, I love fearless uh, you, on the fangs.
1: You've then got uh, Bosk in the Z95 because he's two points. Why wouldn't you? Uh, with expert handling and marksmanship. Obviously, he changes one crit and splits it down to two hits after results have been cancelled. And then you've got Dirge in the Rogue class uh, with an ability I've had the opportunity to use and just never bothered. Uh, While you defend, after the neutralized result step, if there are more hits and crits results than your active shields, you may change one hit result to a crit and cancel one hit result. So it's basically a a soft reinforce. He's got the dead to rights ability, and this guy's put a fearless proton cannons and contraband cybernetics on there, which because he can't take the title, you can't take bombs. That's what I always Chuck.
0: I was looking at. I was like, "Why do not you put the title on?"
1: It's free. <laughs> yeah, it's not available to Scum Dirge, sadly. And I kind of get it if they're trying to respect some form of a uh, era-appropriate pointing. Uh, I'm yeah. not mad, but no, that seems uh, to be fair—a fairly solid list. Uh, I've never been able to get the use out of a out of a hand for scum. I was
0: just about to start talking about the same thing. It's a lot of points in it.
1: Oh, he's only six.
0: Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's got to be something better there for six. It's more the problem with Han is He's great when his when his trick works,
3: but, but if he doesn't work, it's a two, it's a shooter, two dice p shooter,
0: isn't it? Two dice p it, Yeah. Um, because like his ability is obviously if he shoots for a rock, he gets an extra dice. That's why trick shots you get two.
3: Um, and then I think he gets a one against stressed. Is it? Yeah. So, so you, you can roll a lot of dice, but... You know, Look, I've seen people get up to like six dice with him. Yeah. It's he, sickening. But how much is Fen?
0: Six. I mean, Fenrao six. I'd much rather have Fenrao than Han, personally.
3: The risk you run
1: with that is that you're now putting a lot of resources into Fang Fighters who
3: will pop.
0: Yeah, no, but he does so. If, if he does so much damage, though...
3: What about fire sprays? They're all seven now, aren't they? Yeah. Thing is, Hans running around with 11 health. You're going to have to dedicate resources to take him out. Oh, it's too bad you've got
0: baby Bosk. You could have taken Papa Busk in the YV. Big Chunky Bosk. I love Chunky Bosk. The How big
1: thick food? lizard boy.
0: <laughs> we um, at work. We made the original suit that Bosk wears.
3: Really? Yeah,
0: it's dead strange because we don't we don't make anything like that sort of thing anymore. We did we made some of Luke's flight suit as well, which is quite cool. So whenever I'm walking around work, there's a there's a picture of Busk on the wall, and everyone's oblivious to who it is.
3: <laughs> I'm nice jealous.
0: For, it's nice for me. Anyway, uh, congratulations to Cam on that. Anyway, he's a top bloke. Um, so we have one in New Jersey. Oh, I've clicked off it, sorry. This was won by Ted uh Treni. Not sure he, but
3: he had sis, which will be interesting. Let's have a was... bushers. And there's twenty three players there, which is nice to see.
1: I was about to call you a liar, but when I clicked on the on the link, it took me to the top cup and I was
3: like, There's only four. <laughs> that, that's wrong. Oh, wow. Is it... I'm impressed. It's Go a rogue class man. that isn't Dirge or Oh, yeah. I don't even know what that is. So, I mean, IG-111... There's there a lot of rogue classes there, actually. Well, there's only two, I think. There's three.
1: Tickle
0: me, Pink. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, there is. the the Magnivore protector. This is a very strange list. I'd like to look into this more, actually. <laughs>
1: Okay, so no one knows what IG-11 does, uh, so I'll let everyone know. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> so IG-11, after you perform an attack that missed, you may choose one enemy ship in your bullseye and gain one deplete token. If you do, that ship suffers one damage. So if someone's bumped him and you shoot it, you shoot the thing you bumped at range zero and you do zero damage, you take a deplete and go... No, you can, you can take a damage instead. So it stops things from just evading. It gives you a little more power at range zero. But also, if there's something that's been caught in your balls at range three, just miss the shot.
3: What initiative is he? One. So you just stick him in there and things bump. So it's more of an opportunity thing. It's
1: not something you can engineer per se. But if you just throw him in there,
3: probably... of the time, you will end up getting that result to proc. Which I quite like, to be honest. So then he's followed
1: that up with Dirge, running Proton Cannon, Seismic Charges, Treacherous, and Xanadu Blood. A Magna Guard Protector with Proton Cannons, Magpulse Warheads, and Electronic
0: Baffle. So what does the Magna Guard do for most people who
3: probably don't know? The Protectorate gives you the protected condition which you assign that to a friendly ship at the beginning of the game and then if
1: the person shooting the one that is guarded, if the Magna Guard protector is there with a Calculate token, the ship he's protecting gets a bonus green uh, die to his uh, to his pool. So at the beginning of all these points dropping, I was running Sunfac and two of these. So, Sunfax standard greens were five.
3: <laughs> oh, that's nonsense.
1: It was dumb. It was a nice fun list for me, not for the people I was playing. But uh, yeah, it was great. And it's a nice little niche ability that people won't really look at. And it, you just put your very obvious target there. And nine times out of ten, it'll just survive just through sheer amount of
3: dice it's, it's rolling. So, it's actually quite good. Nice. And then on top of that list, uh, that's followed up
1: with uh, two HMPs. So we've got DGS-047, which is the Initiative 1. Uh, Cluster missiles, munitions, fail safe, and Kalani. Uh, DGS-286, uh, proton bombs, discord missiles, and the repulsors. And then he's to fill that two-point gap, he's got DFS-081 with he's energy shells and independent calcs. So he's the one that can spend the calculate to turn all results down to hits, so his oh, grain salvage.
0: I'm, re- I'm really struggling. Like I'm happy because obviously we've not seen any of the other road classes really, and we certainly haven't seen any HMP and droids do well for a whole of
3: 2.5. But I oh, know, this has come right I out of left field. This I
0: cannot figure this out at all. I,
3: d- I just don't have a clue. Um, I mean, if you just look at it at face value, you've got
1: three proton cannons, so you just roll it forward and go, do you want to be here? Fair. And that'll hunt down a large ship because they sit on two two greens with five hull and two shields, so they're not easy to take off. And then if you do get two of them off, you, the one probably still kicking around is the one you want to die the most in Dirge. Yeah. And Durge is ridiculous.
0: And he's got treacherous there. I'm assuming Durge is the one who's protected.
1: Uh, I presume so, yeah. It keeps him alive and keeps him a problem. Uh, which I really like. Or it could be IG one eleven and he just throws him forward. I mean says deal with
0: it. It does he has named left list um beefy. So I'm assuming he has just gone. It's a bit of a beef list. But again, he got one, two, three, four. I mean, there's six ships, isn't there? Six ships, yeah,
1: and the first three alone comes to 21 health. Yeah. Then you've got two eights on top of that, so that's 37.
3: So it's it's a 40 health list. That those, will take some chewing through. Um, those,
0: those HMPs can move in some really weird way. which probably caught people out.
1: Yeah, the side slip catches a lot of people. People are still trying to work it out because... The ships weren't that good, uh, and now we're starting to discover in this age of 2.5, they might actually have some uh, value to them, whereas initially they had none. And I will fight anyone that disagrees.
0: <laughs> I've just noticed that it's got that uh, Kalani tactical relay as well, so if you get if, if an enemy lends in a friendly ship's bullseye, it can spend a charge for it to get a, um, a target lock. <laughs> So that helps the HMPs as well, doesn't it? Yeah. No, it's a really interesting list. I think it's, it's nice to see that, because obviously, again, this is a, it's a bigger event. I think it's the biggest one rob- today, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's 23 players. And it's definitely not the sort of list I expect to see, uh, not only making the cut, but winning the event as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely out of left field.
0: It shows you, you know, people can win with anything. Even the the Rebel list that was second is, is a very different list than what you used to see, and there's no Falcon there. So you've got Sabine, um, Wedge in the A Wing, Hull, uh, a Kando from the Battle Yavin one. Auckland. Uh, Auckland, whatever. Reading's not my good thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Horton, uh, also in the Y Wing. The, the the double tapping
3: Fang and then battle of Lav- battle of Yavin Luke there's, again that's six ships there's a lot of firepower going on there
1: I don't know if anyone's been able to tell but I'm super down on rebels at the moment I hate them
0: but uh, they've never been the most interesting when rebels are good they they tend to be pretty boring lists don't me you know of those beef the torpedoes now we've got Han in the past who had all the Y wings then they're not exactly the most interesting faction no but that makes them a good solid sort of tournament faction because they are a little bit more forgiving you know there's a lot of hole in most things except the uh, the fang but it gets at range one and gets a free evade, doesn't it?
1: To be fair, this is probably the most interesting Rebel list I've seen in a couple of years.
0: <laughs>
3: I, mean, I can't argue too much with you. I think that. it was fun when people were throwing bombs at you. When was that? When we was doing the uh, Trab Sim B-Wings.
1: Oh, that didn't happen to me. Like I think I managed to avoid it all, so I was quite happy. But that was also ridiculous. (laughs) Rebels seem to be that faction where they're either average to lower tier or there's people out there that have put reps in with certain archetypes so they're good in whatever rendition of the meta we're in.
0: Yeah.
1: I.e. people like Bartosz who just know their list inside inside and out but people still brand the entire faction trash and then we come up into like something like this the current meta where rebels are just overpowered and i don't think we've ever hit that bit where the factions balanced and i think it's you can double down on it a little bit more that you do tend to just see the same archetype over and over uh, with the exception of this obviously but you probably won't see it as a, a really successful Rebel list running tandem with what we currently have now with Han under a different archetype. So It's one of those. It's just uh, the ebbs and flows of the the game and the points changes, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I like things to be... I'm okay with something being nonsense for a while as long as we address it at some point. If
1: it could be next week, that'd be nice.
0: (laughs) But you know, if things start coming out that beat the thing that is the boogeyman, it always happens. You know, the the, the meta evolves. You know, Han, Han's popular now, but if people start taking against Han, you start seeing the things that beat the things that beat the stuff against Han. So you know,
3: and different areas have different metas as well, which is interesting.
2: Click on the next tournament.
3: You are sorry. <laughs> Why is it?
0: I actually I wanted to touch on um, there's a, quite like the next list is uh, resistance, which is uh it's Ray, it's another Falcon, so I'm probably not gonna touch much on that. Um but there's another uh, rebel list, which again isn't your usual rebel list. I thought it's an interesting um list to sort of touch on. So we've got Wedging the X Wing. We've got battle, battle of Yavin. Luke, uh, Corin Horn, uh, Gina,
3: and then Sabine in a tie. Again, that's a lot of three dice guns, isn't it? If I got out. It is a lot to dodge. Yeah. Sorry, my internet cut out for a minute. I couldn't hear any of it. Uh, Has anyone
0: got anything else to say about this list before we move on? Uh, Not me, no. I mean, I know it's still not exactly the most
3: interesting list, but it's nice to see something different.
2: I like variations, but I think Rebels has got a very common um, thread running through it at the moment. Yeah.
3: I just think I can say that at the moment. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's all get on the anti-hand train.
3: <laughs> let's do it.
0: <laughs> I, I am I am glad that we don't see the wedge with the proton tops anymore. That, that's a nice change. Oh,
1: that's that's a, a fair change. No, no, yeah, I,
3: right. I 100% agree. Because um, before, you, you, there's, sometimes there's just nothing.
2: But so my problem with Rebels, as I've seen it, and I mean no offence to anybody, when these popular lists have come through, there's been very push-button elements to it. Um, I, I imagine it does take, it obviously takes skill to win a tournament, but if you're yeah. running hand round the edges, firing into the middle, putting his guns out the sides, that, that's obviously fairly easy. Um, Wedge, when he was firing out his part on was dropping a dash off you. Again, that's fairly, um using using the term cookie cutter, but, Again, fairly simple. No, it's, a, it's a fair point to say it was.
3: Training wheels lists. <laughs> there you go, I'm coming at you all. What I was you trying
2: to not to time condescending, but I don't think I got away with it.
1: No, I'm doubling down. Matt, Matt thinks you're missing <laughs> a few IQ points, people.
0: <laughs> it's interesting to see that you've Sort of come to that conclusion because you are a relatively new player, aren't you, really?
2: Yeah. I I mean, well, I keep considering myself new. I'm 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 young by X-Wing Age and when I <laughs> when when I say X-Wing Age I mean number of games played in person.
0: <laughs> Cause I don't you don't you didn't play um 3.0 did you?
2: No, no, I oh. came in um 2.5 well my the first game of, of X-Wing I played was uh, the February before COVID hit us. So the second game I played was on TTS.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting to see that you're already seeing things that you, you maybe
0: dislike. Um, Have you tried much of the Rebels?
2: No, Rebels wasn't a faction I got into. I, I When I started picking up X-Wing, I purposely went, I'm not going for the good guys. I want to play Empire, because Darth Vader's cool. <laughs> Which I think a lot of people do um,
0: yeah, you usually tend to find people pick up um rebels and imperials because they used to come in the starter set
2: yeah it was it was fairly obvious when when I started that the starter set wasn't the most viable entry point yeah, fair um they just started doing the re-release of well reprints so you had slave one was out there and Femme was out there and I thought they look cool, I pick them up. I'm into scum. I'm into Empire. Jobs are good, and Rebels never really sort of entered into it.
3: Sorry, I was just—I got distracted then. Um, I was
0: just looking at the next event because, but it, it, it has no um, no lists. But uh, Duncan Howard won a star champ in uh, Virginia.
2: Well, the, Duncan Howard doesn't have his list in there. But the reason why I said go to the next list is you've got. Six rebels, all of which have got Han in.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I, I imagine he was playing flying ray. I've heard someone say he was flying ray before. Um, it, I don't mean uh, no offense to Americans here, but there, there is a lot more uh, American players who like to play like joustier lists. So, so I'm not really surprised. No
1: problem. They like the, game, of the guns, don't they?
2: <laughs> anyway, moving So, this tournament kind of alludes to the point you were making about the meta switching and identifying Hannah's as a threat and how to deal with him. Because you've got, um, for one of a better term, uh, Paul Heaver's list. That's yeah, um, with the Anakin Soc uh, Padme, and then you've got three arcs: uh, Oddball, Wolf, Jag, all from Soc. That came in second and beat Han List. So it's flipping to take out Han, who is the big uh, the big uh bad in the uh, meta at the moment. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's the key to a meta switch. You I appreciate that the points aren't ideal, and there's many problems with the point systems and what that. Put that to one side a second. You have this big baddie in Han, which many people gravitate towards because it's a good, proven, known list. So you can see examples of it on YouTube and whatnot, how to fly it. And it's the Falcon. And it's the Falcon. It's iconic. And it's got um, Luke in there as well. Again, iconic. So it's then down to people who are able to build lists. Building lists is a separate skill. I'm crap at it. I'm, I'm great at taking a list and ruining it. I can do that all day long. Making a good list, different skill. Can't do that. So it takes people time to switch to be able to target these particular meta lists and then for those, uh, for one of a better term, anti-meta to come through and start taking out the big bads, that's when you start to see the switch. And if you have enough of those lists that take hand down a peg or two, you'll stand, then start finding new lists to come up and combat those lists. And that's a good evolution. That will keep the, the meta um, rolling forward. It's when it stagnates, you have an issue. Mm.
0: I think if Liam started playing more, he'd probably enjoy himself more. <laughs> no, he'd rather than just deciding he just doesn't like because his ships aren't good.
2: I get Liam's point because there are a lot of high initiative, low cost, high agility ships flying about the place. Um, there is a little bit too much of that. Um, looking at you, First Order.
0: <laughs> you leave my boys alone. They did nothing to you.
2: Uh, Liam, what faction are you playing now? Gum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was the last list I flew, actually. So, yeah, I'm flying scum at the moment.
0: I, fly I
3: think I flew first order last.
0: I really wanted to try Midnight out. That, that's how a lot of uh, going off the, the store champs, that's how a lot of my list building has been recently. Uh, I feel like I want to fly this
2: ship and then I go from there. Yeah, I, I do netlist a lot because, like I say, I'm not very good at building lists, I'm very good at breaking them. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, when
0: you first start, I think netlisting is a great way to find something that keeps you competitive rather than go in and getting your butt kicked every time. Uh, I remember when I first started, I brought a list and it was built out all wrong and I just had a bit of a shit, a, a rubbish time. Um, And it, it wasn't fun to just go and lose every single match.
2: No, I agree. I mean, when I... <laughs> When I was playing on TTS during COVID, I was in the City League a lot, and I was losing a lot. So I decided to take the top list at the time, which was um, Zam and Django. Um, Right, so this is a known proven list. This is how you fly it. Let's see if it's me or my lists. It was definitely me. (laughs) But it gives you that point of going, right, I know I can't... either I can't fly that list or I'm definitely doing things wrong. So you can start to do the self-analysis and work out the bits that you're tripping over. Yeah. The issue I had, I had no sounding board. Because uh, in my area, X-Wing's dead. I have to travel um, to t- try and find games.
1: Well, yeah. That's partially because you thought boarding Brum was in Brummer, and you wouldn't travel there.
3: Closing <laughs> the name. Yeah, I, I always thought it was. But we got randomly paired in sift Takers, didn't we?
2: Yeah. Uh, You have the conversation of, oh, where are you from? Where do you play? It's like, no, it's in Birmingham. No, it's not.
0: Oh. See, no one wants to admit they're in Wolverhampton.
3: Yeah, I know. It's technically, (laughs) I think, although it's a
1: WV postcode. I don't know. It's always confused me.
0: (laughs) (coughs) But the the thing about taking a maybe a net list rather than building one, is you can go and watch somebody do well with that list and then figure out what you were doing wrong. Yeah. Whereas it, if you've built some random list, it, you just have to figure it out yourself.
2: Yeah, especially yeah. since you've got so many variants as well with the, the upgrade cards and how each ship interacts with each other. It's very easy to, to get that mismatch where you have two ships that just do not click together.
3: Yeah. I think net listing is a foundation to your game. It's a very solid starting point
1: because yeah. you understand how it should be performing when flown well, and it helps you pick what your strengths are. Because you can run a list and go, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Let me try something else. And you just you can just chop and change. You're not stuck at the idea that I need to change this one ship. I need to do this. It helps you find your. Comfortable list choice earlier on, and then you can start tweaking when you're starting to get some results and you're starting to in-
3: enjoy it a little more. Yeah, and find out yeah. what works for you.
2: Yeah. So on the subject of net listing, uh, Aidan Sigal, who came in uh, too, apologies if I mangled your name, um, running through with that uh, Republic list, which, like I say, was uh, Paul Heaver's list. That's the one that I'm locking onto next. Um, yeah. I've been playing like you say I've been playing Republic two arcs love the arcs fantastic <laughs> ship favourite ship in X-Wing Can't it be does far look amazing arcs. yep um, it's funny because
0: I've literally got one of my friends into it recently and he just came because he wanted to fly and play with arcs I showed him a ship and he's like they make these in arc size <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. big chunky boys flying around, around the pitch what's better than two three <laughs>
3: No, that's a fair point. Is there anything else you want to talk about on that one before we move on to the next one? No, not from me. I mean, no, I'm good. all good.
0: Cool.
3: So the next one we've got uh,
0: Highland Games. Storches is New Jersey as well. Uh, this has only got seven players in. Uh, Rebels won it. I'm just opening the list now. I'm not sure what it is. I'm assuming it's Han. Um, I assumed right. <laughs> um, so you got Han, uh, Luke, Wedge, Keo,
2: Sabine. Again, uh, nothing new there. Well, okay. I suppose, suppose the good thing is there, there are variants of the Han list, whether it's four ships, five yeah.
3: ships.
0: I think that the main one that we do tend to see is Luke and Han
3: and Sabine because she's cheap. Best two points in the game. <laughs> What's the imperial list
2: sir. Something else that's interesting as well is the difference in choice of obstacles.
0: Well, it's funny do you know I never look at that even a little bit. Well,
1: <laughs> neither do I, Matt. Honestly, I've used the same three obstacles that have been been in my bag since I was like, oh, I'll take big rocks. And that was it. That's me done. That's I only been changed. Last three years. I
0: changed when the new rocks came out because I thought they looked nice, and it was about time I changed from the same three rocks I've been using since 1.0. <laughs> so, anyway, Matt, what did you notice about the rocks, mate? Because it's quite an insightful well, thing to notice.
2: They're not rocks. They're gas clouds.
0: I guess you can almost YOLO hand through them, can't you?
2: Exactly, yeah. All you're going to do is take um, uh, an Ion. That's not going to do hand any problems, unless he rolls a crit and takes three. Even then, still not a problem because so he's still going to move around the place a um, decent distance. And if you've got a lock on him, that goes.
3: Yeah, it's a, not, it's, it's a good choice as a defensive tech. Because I think the reason you've picked up on this,
1: because I've seen you try and use gas clouds to your advantage. Yeah, missed it by a
2: fag paper's width when I tried to use it in my <laughs> face. <family. laughs>
1: yeah, it was on stream somewhere. And he's like, oh, great flying. He's missed the obstacle. And Matt was there cursing because he was trying to hit the obstacle.
2: Uh, there was two locks on um, on Wolf, it was. One of them was from Luke and one of them was something else. No, sorry. No, it was a bunch of HMPs. So there was like three, four locks on, on Wolf. It's like, oh, I can get rid of them. Fly through there. Brilliant. Ah, oh, I missed it. Nuts.
3: <laughs>
1: but it is something worth noting that if you do have like a large base ship or something like that, or you know we'll get focused down with... Munitions or anything that requires a lot of target locks—it's not the worst thing in the world to just throw yourself through that gas cloud. As long as you don't finish your turn on it, you still got—you still get your action.
2: Especially if, if you're talking, fire. yeah. And if you're talking large and medium bases, you're gonna need a bunch of tokens. You're you're not guaranteed to get one eye on there, and it's even less likely to get three. So you're probably gonna get through with next to no negative effects. And even if Han does get the eye on, he can still focus, and that's all he cares about. Yeah. Sorry, I should say, you will get a negative effect because you do pick up the strain, which, if you're playing Republic, will knock out some of your uh, defensive tech. But, weights and measures, is it worth taking the strain to get rid of a lot of target locks?
0: It's it's an interesting thing. It's something that, obviously, me and Liam have admitted we don't think about at all. Um, But I think... There's a lot of people who, who think very hard about the rocks and they obviously do well with uh, the choices. Like, I don't know if any either of you listened to Paul Heaver talk about his list himself. A little yeah. bit. But he, Obviously, he was saying he took loads of small rocks to sort of not give Han that big rock placement anywhere. But also, it's better for him to fly his, his big chunkies around by it.
2: Yeah, Again. I mean, there's... There's there's two sort of fields of thought. Yeah, have have small obstacles, therefore they're less likely to hit. You're less likely to hit them or have big obstacles and just be good and fly around them. I think it depends on how confident you are in your own skill as to which one you go through.
3: Um, <laughs> I feel
0: like that's what I think. But then Paul Heaver's like done really well over the years. <laughs> he's he's brought three small rocks and I know damn well.
2: Yeah, but, but- Again, listening to the way he talks about it was that he knows what his opponent's bringing. So he can yeah. pretty much guarantee, like you two have both said, you take the biggest rocks. So you can have a reasonable confidence that your opponent's rocking up with the big rocks. You make sure that you, you pick those up and you throw them out to uh, give your opponent problems, leaving them with your small rocks. You have less problems then.
0: Fair. I just feel
1: like my laziness is being exposed here, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll be honest, it's, uh, it's a lesson you taught me.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just lazy, and now I'm going to have to go and get the small rocks.
2: <laughs> I used
0: to actually... I used to have the small rocks always packed, but I never used them, so I just put <laughs> them away. And again, it took one just to look pretty, and my old ones were getting a bit battered. I thought it's about time I changed them.
2: So in the days of... Um, Gas, no gas clouds. What was the thing? That FO were firing out of their bombers.
0: Chaff Put clouds.
2: Chaff cloud. In the days of chaff, chaff cloud, I was taking smaller rocks, so there was less board space that be, could be taken up, so you could have bigger gaps. So it gave the chaff cloud user a, a bit more to think about because there was gaps, and they just fly all small bases. Of course, when I did that, I never flew against a single gas cloud. Yeah, chaff <laughs> cloud.
0: Well, you didn't miss out on anything. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't a fun time. <laughs> um, again, I, I totally abused them. So, Fair. But anyway, I'm going to move on to the next one. So we're, we're on the Highland um, store champs, weren't we? So again, the, the Rebel list is for
3: Keith Wong. Well done. He, he won. Obviously, he flew it well. Um, he went 4-0. We still did four rounds, though even though, oh, this one's got more people on it than it said on R. Our... Yeah, it said seven, but yeah,
0: we've got... Yeah, but it's actually 17. Yeah. Must have just been a bit of a typo.
1: But it's it fun. looks like they got they got a solid winner at the end of it.
0: Yeah, undefeated, 4-0. Oh. i say that was the, the Rebel list. It's very similar. Um, then you've got uh, Alex Peng came second with Imperials, which is a slightly different list. It's not Bombers. There's one bomber, but he's taken... It's very similar to um, Cam's list, but he's broken Jonas down into two uh, TIE fighters. I'm assuming they're just objective runners.
2: I'm going to say that's an evolution of a past list with the bomber replacing uh, Iden or something like that because he's got the two Black Squad Aces in there.
1: It's weird that he's gone for the initiative threes as well, because normally people throw out the academy ties, don't they? Because the initiative one, which means they can just run in there and get a bump.
0: I think they just... You you can't run ships that low at the moment. I
1: mean, that initiative three is as good as dead.
2: It's as good as as initiative one at the minute, because you rarely see anything below four on a list. Yeah, I don't think I'd be brave enough to bring ones, though. I think it's just... I know threes are,
3: are towards the lower end, but... It's a bit too much, I think. You're going to be sad when you look at the rebel list. <laughs> I'm not doing it, then. It is more of the same,
0: to be honest. Again, James Webber came third. Um,
2: no, that's not more of the same.
0: It, no, it's it's similar to the list we talked about before. Uh, the three X-Wings, A-Wing and Sabine. I mean, it's a different A-Wing because it's uh, Tycho.
3: The... And- um,
0: have they changed Tycho so we can't do his boost? They, they banned again.
1: composure, didn't
3: they? Oh, that's how they did it. I knew there was some nonsense going on. I've not think that was necessary, but I can see why they've done it. I guess maybe it's just another way to abuse it, isn't it? Yeah, it was probably against the the developers' intentions. Yeah. So they've probably just yeah. gotten to fly out, stop that.
0: I mean, they, they have tried quite hard to stop making uh, double modded attacks so easily available, haven't they? No. Have they?
3: I'm trying to be polite about them. They tried to make it so you can't be self-sufficient and do it. I guess. Without they... force. Or Bistan and Perk Up and Han. <laughs> This stand isn't technically
0: double modded.
1: No, but he allows you to shoot twice.
0: I didn't say shoot twice, I said double modded.
1: I mean the hand's ability. Yeah,
0: it's not it's not really, it's like a it's like a mod and a half. Cause you have to chance everything on it and you could just roll rubbish again. Yeah, that's fair. I'll let you have that one, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, babes.
1: No worries. Um
0: is there anything else in there that anyone's interested in?
3: What, like, uh, that... no, there's a scum list at 11th. What is it? Anything good? It's uh, Bob Bosk, Boba, and it's Z95 Bosk,
1: in yeah. and Dr. Afra. It, it did finish
3: 11th, and that's probably why.
0: Yeah, I'm sad about Afra, she's one of my favorite characters, and. I just don't think she's that good.
2: No, No. again,
1: that's an inherent issue with everything being high PS.
2: Yeah. So there's a single scum, no CIS. Otherwise, pretty much everybody else is represented. I don't
0: think CIS is generally very popular. It never has been.
1: No, no, it hasn't. You'll always find that it's the lowest represented.
3: Faction definitely the lowest represented here. <laughs> I'm just trying to look what Afra's actual ability is because I can't remember.
0: Before you engage, you may spend one green token and a charge. If you do, you may choose another ship at range zero to one. That is not stress. There's a lot of crap to do
3: just to get a bit of stress on someone, isn't it? I mean, all the upgrades are there. You can take things like
1: triple zero as well, so you can make sure your opponent's finished and stressed. It's just, just whether it's too much work.
0: I mean, you, like you're saying, there's triple zero. You can almost do it for free, whereas for this one, you have to spend a green token. I mean, I suppose you can take triple zero and then
3: gain this. They can give you the calculate, and you give them the stress. It'd be nice if she did something once the person was stressed. Yeah. Like maybe just
0: re-rolled or give her a, another defense dice or something. I don't know.
3: You, you kind of rely on something like BT1 there, though, don't you? Yeah. This just doesn't seem quite as good. For shame. <laughs> for but shame. I think if we do if I going get... to go for Uncle Rod. No, I can't do that, <laughs> but no, I think
1: maybe if there's another point rebalance soon and we do start to see lower initiative ships, we might see more valid after play. So, at the moment, a YV666 just will just get burnt down unless you've got something like storm tactics. So, it's hopefully something that will get addressed just so we see some more of the ships that they've printed. But it's yeah. nice to see that there are people out there actually giving it a go, and there might be some secret source, So I would still say, try it out, people. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of something... scum
0: in there. Yeah. There's got to be some something that we've not maybe looked at. I think the, the, a lot of scum has been very um, uh, fire-spray orientated. Like... A lot of people that was their go-to point. Maybe not looked around for anything
3: else. I'll be honest, I've not looked myself though. So you know. I always liked finding the M3A interceptors. I thought that was a cool, cool-looking ship. You think an, an M3A is cool? Cool-looking. I okay. like
0: spamming them and Throwing tractor beams and ion cannons.
1: Well, Tim was one of those, wasn't he?
0: Yeah. Tim carried on doing it. He did well with it. I had a paddy with it when it failed me. Torkill
1: and six M3As or something like that. It was absolutely disgusting to watch someone <laughs> do it to someone on stream.
3: Nice to fly. Four of them and two fangs. It's great fun. So we've got these questions off... Um, Steve Boland, but I'd be honest. I'd, I'd kind of like to leave them till maybe Rich is here with us. Ah, uh, we need supervision. Yeah. yeah I, I was gonna
0: say we've been we've been we've been chatting anyway. I, I would just like to hear uh, Richards on them as well, if I'm honest. Um. Again, is there anything else you either, if you want to? Uh, yeah, I'll we jump in. Went on quite a lot of tangents, didn't we? I thought it was quite.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in with something. So, Matt. Yes. When it comes to playing the game, like, have you had any like steep learning curves or anything like that that you've you've kind of taken on board and any advice for newer players that you've learned the hard way or something?
3: Yes. Well, I wish you'd asked me that an hour ago. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, take your your longer answer and reduce it by three quarters. (laughs)
2: Um, So you did a good job of asking uh, players who'd won tournaments about what their methodology was, how did they set up their turns and whatnot. Um, Turn zero was the biggest thing that I took away from that because I I found that, like, turns three, four in the game, I was like, I was in it, but I was behind but that was normally because I'd spent the first two turns trying to fix whatever mistake I did in setup. So it was, how do I, where do my ships go? How do I reply to where my uh, opponent is set up? What is the importance of placing my obstacles and my rocks in these places? That was the bit that I, that I struggled to get hold of. Like I couldn't get around the concept of lanes. It seems it it is a very obvious thing looking back now, going, Oh, yeah, the the lane is where the ships are going to fly down. And if I leave nothing in the way so they can get so my opponent can get from their side of the board to my side of the board, I'm going to be in trouble. Again, when I was placing my obstacles, I wasn't thinking of that. I was just, Oh, this looks nice here. I'll put that there. That's fine. And then there's a lane straight through to what would be my. main ship, what would be my main damage dealer, and then it would disappear off the board very, very quickly. Or I'm trying to get away from a joust I don't want. So it was fixing mistakes that I'd made in turn zero halfway through the game, and by that point, it's almost a foregone conclusion. Yeah. And I cannot overstate the point of just get your ships out of your bag, at home, on your kitchen table, desk, wherever, and just try and practice your first turn and find out where everything is. Because once I started to realize how important those first moves were, just mainly so that you don't trip yourself up, that was such a key thing to me, progressing and learning how to play X-Wing. Again, it sounds silly now, looking but looking back, it's like, Muppet, how did I not figure this out? But like I said, I didn't have a sounding board. um. So making sure you don't have those bumps. And one of the things that will stick with me forever was when you were talking about um, things for new players, like things that you guys know that are obvious to you that aren't necessarily obvious to a new player, and Ben saying that you never finish your, t- your maneuver outside of your front arc or outside of your arc. That was such a thing for me. It was like, oh, i never even realized that. And when I realized that, the amount of times I bumped my own ships dropped dramatically or I accidentally dropped onto a rock
3: yeah I think there's a lot of things out there that people just don't realize about the game because you don't look at it in
1: that light half the time you just go right then okay I'm just going to do this because this is how I think this will end up and it does turn into a
3: more of an issue when you then Start to find out against more experienced players.
2: Yeah, I mean, accessibility to the game as well. I mean, it's 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 very open on a personable level. If you go into a store and they play Next Wing, the community is great. You're always welcome. Um, they'll tell you things. That's fine. But that's all in person. Um, I also play other miniature games, and other miniature games are available. Um, so I play 40K, which is, arguably, yeah, I know, which is arguably more accessible. But the stuff that's on the internet for new players, how 101 YouTube videos and all that, and they go through explaining things. That's kind of missing from X Wing. When I was again slightly in isolation, when I was trying to uh, pick up things and learn things, I type in X Wing 101 into YouTube. Next, nothing there for it. So, how to fly a diamond formation? How to fly a brick? What's a joust? You know, simple things like that. If again, if you're not if you're in your own little insular group and you don't have anybody who knows X-Wing coming in, those terms are kind of lost on you. Yeah.
3: See, we used to have a lot more of that sort of thing in in 1.0. But no one's
0: gone back and made it, and I don't have the skill to make it, I'm afraid.
2: <laughs> I mean, some of it's just talking through a decision tree. Um, there was... Unfortunately, I can't find it now. There was a... Um, streamed um, game and one of the commentators was talking through the decision tree as you could quite obviously see that the player stood there trying to work out what they're going to do and the commentator is going through right this is probably what he's thinking and that was also a good lesson as well going right okay so you want to know if you go forward what are you going to do are you going to be in somebody else's arc are you going to be flying across object obstacles and when you land there what are you going to do afterwards because again that's something else that was key I could work out where I was going to fly my ship, where I was going to drop in, all fine. Didn't know what was going to happen the turn after that.
0: I think, um, as a learning point, um, some of um, uh, Ollie's old videos where he he goes through his own games and and talks about um, his thought processes can be quite helpful to people. And he's quite good at articulating what he was thinking. I'll try and look them up. I I think a lot of them were... 2.0 2.0 games, but the, the the process is it's still uh, interesting to hear someone who's obviously very good at the game um, discuss what he was thinking there and then.
2: And yeah, if if you take away um, the way that you build lists, um, objectives, and whatnot, you've still got the same templates. You've still got manoeuvre dials. So just basically moving your ship around the board hasn't changed since 1.0. Is my understanding? Yeah. And those core skills remain. So you, you can look at all those manoeuvres, how you don't bump into each other. If you're doing a wheel, make sure uh, your end ship is doing a slightly bigger manoeuvre than you want on the inside. You know, Don't do one less because you'll end up into, into the back end. Things like that, you find out the hard way.
3: No, oh, that's fair. <clears throat> I, I definitely think we should...
0: Maybe get someone on to not someone of us. I mean, someone should maybe record more again. Of just, uh, I mean, there is some videos like I think there's, I think Gold Squadron did a couple of like little things. I can't remember what they're called now. Of just small like ways of learning to do things better.
2: Yeah, there was a, there was a, a short 101 series where they were talking about different concepts. But then again you've you've also got to start linking those together. And you're only gonna do that with table time.
3: Yeah. I,
0: I do really like the videos where people um go back and discuss about their own games. Again, I think I think it was the 186 for a while they were having two people play a game, but then afterwards they were talking to them and asking them questions about why they did certain things and um, what the process was right there. Uh, again, it's it's. I think it was two point We did some really early videos at the start, two where we was um, recording a game and discussing before we made the move what we were thinking there and then. Um, the, the the problem is with them they they took a very long time.
2: You've also got to remember what you were doing as well. I'm lucky if I can remember my own
0: name. Well, when we did ours, we we were recording them. As we were doing it, so we was um having someone we was doing our setting our dials, then the other person was leaving the room, and I'd talk to the camera, then I'd leave the room and they'd talk to the camera. But again for the for the videos, I think the video, it took us like
3: six hours to record it. Yeah, that's a long time. So yeah, it's a lot of effort to go into it. I think we can
0: call that a day, I believe, unless there's anything, anything else you'd like to talk about before we call it off.
1: No, I think I'm good. Uh, just don't fly Han. Get some imagination. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or do fly Han. It's fine.
1: And be a problem.
0: Because I don't think if you actually, I know we said
3: we're ending, but if you actually look back, there's only been one. Um, two winners with Rebels one we said was very different so out of them only one won
1: it's not really about the winning it's the percentage of hands that are appearing in the tournament like I've noticed some, some of them are hitting like
0: 20-25% something has to be the most popular doesn't it I mean it's not, it's not the first time that we've seen a lot of one ship be flown you know, and it, that's true, it bombers, but it doesn't mean be it Nantex, be it um FO bombers and you know and I agree with that,
1: but it doesn't mean it's right to be that overpowered, and I think there needs to be some form of power cap. And especially if you look at Han now, Han will absolutely slay Boba and he's two points cheaper.
3: And it's 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 a weird way to point things. No, I mean I, I get it, but
0: you
2: know. I mean, at least they at least they dealt with Nantex, you know. I mean, those kind of people will, will you know, sell, sell their own mother.
1: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> she definitely tried to a Christmas though. card.
0: <laughs> anyway, and on that note, uh, have you got any
3: shout-outs, Liam? Uh, boarding broom, twenty third September store championship let's go it's really will... limit of people I think we're going to cap it at like 32 or something like that so okay.
0: I might come it's going to be good <laughs> to be fair even if it's sold out I'll just come and help you run it
1: that'd be good I mean there's a very good chance I'm not going to be running it because I think the store said they'd do it yeah. uh, which means I can play without feeling bad for winning my own tournament so <laughs>
2: didn't look like you felt bad last
0: time
1: no i felt great well, it's
0: because he cheated and no one saw sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't roll 12 red dice liam yes i can let me ask the to you can liam cool thank you <laughs> solved that three
0: on your agility is actually a zero you fool <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anything from you matt
2: uh yeah like shout out the sith takers um to be honest, you guys are those been guys rock. <laughs> yes, <they do. laughs> um, the league for me in Covid was fantastic. Um, you've been incredibly welcoming, especially when I've come up to Element. Um, the advice has been fantastic. Um, Liam's been, um, I don't want to say too much about Liam, you know, Phil is making his head too big and it's already big enough as it is, but he's, <laughs> he's been a great help, especially with progressing me through becoming a better player. If anything, um, Liam's head is the the smallest (laughs) thing on his
0: ginormous (laughs) frame.
2: Well, I was going to say earlier when I was insulting hand players, you know, I'll be the guy stood behind the big fella in the room.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I'll take that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've not got any shout outs this week. I don't think, not that I can think of. I, I will shout Tim out for always being my daddy.
3: Anything from you, Timbo? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell Tim's tired today, can't you?
1: That's what getting called into work on a full salon to here.
0: I know. I'd be so mad. I'm so glad I don't have to get called into work or anything. Anyway, uh, it's goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Goodbye from Matt. Thanks for having me. No problem. We'd like to have you on again sometime. And we'll see you all next time.